Welcome to Stuck in My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. Welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E Wise, and I have a very special guest on today. She's a relationship expert and a professional life coach. Welcome to the show, Lisa Concepcion. Hello. Hi. I'm so happy that we are talking. This is going to be an amazing conversation. I'm, I'm sure of it. I am looking forward to this. So uh, how you doing, Lisa? Ah, nice. I'm good, you know, chilling in Florida. It's nice and sunny today in Sarasota. Starting to warm up a bit, so it's nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the mountains in Pennsylvania. I still see a little bit of snow outside, but it's warming up a little somewhat. But we're supposed to be the bad weather again, so we'll see. So you're a relationships expert. I am. All right. So what? So couples come to see you when when they're having issues somewhat? Well, Sometimes, yeah, they come to me when they're having issues, but oftentimes they come to me to prevent issues from even happening in the first place. Some with anything from reconnection, that they're too busy, they feel like they're not connected, their schedules are crazy. So we do a lot of stuff about that. But yes, ultimately, if there is something that they notice in their relationships that are not working or it could work better, that's typically when they go online, they start going to YouTube, or they go Googling to try to find solutions, and that's where they end up finding me. And they end up, you know, reaching out, telling me what's going on with them. And then we put a strategy together, and we understand where they want to go as a couple. You know, is it that they have some goals that they want to accomplish? Is it that their communication is a little falling off? Are they overworked, overstressed? Is it a time management issue? So we get into the weeds of what's going on so that we can help them solve it. Oh, that's good. That's Listen, I, I me and my wife, like, we have an understanding. Like, I understand she's the boss, so... We're, we're in a good situation. <laughs> no, it, it's funny, though, no, because um, I was listening to Eric Thomas the other day, and he had said something that made sense to me, and I shared, the, I shared it with her. And when I shared it with her, right. I was acknowledging to her that, okay, sometimes I can be stubborn with things, but this is me sh then sharing this with you, acknowledging to you that, okay, maybe you might be right more often than I want to admit, or... When I fight you on things, I understand now why we, I fight you on things. And so it was, it was, and she looked at me and she's like, mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she kind of knew. And I was like, oh man, I shouldn't have listened. I shouldn't have shared that with you. And she's like, okay, no, why? Cause you didn't want me to know. I was like, well, cause I tried, I was like, cause I didn't want you to get a big head about it. Now that I'm kind of acknowledging that you're the anchor of this relationship. And you're and I'm the boat and you're steering me in the right direction and I just need to stop fighting you so much. And she just started laughing. And it's, it's we have a great relationship because it's communication. We have we have some great communication because when she doesn't like something, she will let me know. <laughs> Good. Well, yeah, you know, every relationship has their own groove, their own tune. And if it works, it works. Right. Like no need to mess with something that ain't broke, right? And then at the same time, the two people in the relationship are on a growth journey, right? They're just together on it at that point in it, right? So sometimes these journeys together last, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, right? Sometimes it's six months. Thing is, you mix it up with this person for a reason. So when you're like in a relationship, standing, okay, wait a second. I attracted this person Yes. and who was I when I attracted them? Am I the same person now? Have I been able to grow with this person? And if so, then if, if she's growing with me and I'm growing with her and we're all cool, then let's keep going. 
So I often encourage couples to like do what you do, communicate on issues or not even issues, but check in with each other and be like, you know, are you cool with where you're going in your life? I'm cool where I'm going and I think we're going good together. What do you think? And it sometimes opens up a, a discussion for like, you know, maybe we should go on vacation more. Or maybe we should and do, I don't know, whatever, some kind of hobby or exercise more. Or maybe we can change the way we eat. Just whatever. It can open up the opportunity to look at each other and then look at yourself as an individual within the re- relationship and look for ways you could even grow even more and challenge each other. And that's what keeps it sexy and exciting when you have challenges and you have, you know, good challenges, you know, like, I know a couple where they've been bickering about doing a renovation on their house for two years. And I said to them, you need to do this resident renovation. Like you've been with it for so long that you, you have to make a decision and a commitment to something together as a team. And the commitment is either you don't do it and you forget it and you let it go or you do it and you go for it. And then that big renovation to your house becomes the thing that you're both connected to on it's the next goal it's the next version of you that you're going to be with this whole new wing of your house and all of the stuff that that's going to bring out in you so sometimes with couples they're just you know chilling and they're very in like a um uh you know i call it like the treadmill of life right you're on this treadmill but you're not really going anywhere it's like a hamster wheel you keep going around and around yeah and it leads to boredom or like that spark goes away Or, you know, you're just bickering over stupid stuff. And so I always say the number one way to get rid of that is to think of a common goal and work on each other's goal. Like either you have a goal individually or you have a goal together and you work on it together and it brings you together. It solidifies the relationship. It adds a sense of teamwork to it and it bonds you. And then you conquer it you feel like wow we did it you're like high-fiving each other you're like baby i lost 20 pounds in the last three months because of our goal i know i lost 15 and you're loving it your body feels good it doesn't have to be just a weight loss thing it could be financial fitness you could re-look at all your money game you could get with you know your personal finance people and be like listen so my wife and i we have these goals for the next 15 years and we didn't realize that we were investing in this we shouldn't be so you know it's a matter of looking at all of the different aspects of your life of your relationship and assessing how is everything working what needs to be tuned up what's good what do we just leave alone and what are some things that we want to do better at no, you're absolutely right. Because even with my wife, is one of the first things when we got together was she said, "Do you have a passport?" And I'm like, "No." And she goes, "Well, you need to get one. You need to get one because uh, I like to travel, so you need to get one." And and that was that I that was like so sexy to me. That was like, "What? She wanted okay." Yeah. So that was a that that, that, that was what was so smart about how she did that was that she was very feminine about it. So most women, right, they'll be masculine and they'll insult you. What do you mean you don't have a passport? Well, if you're going to be with me, you need a passport. Like real masculine and like putting you down. But she didn't say that. She said, do you have a passport? And then you said no. And you and then she said, well, are you going to need one? Because we're going to go travel. We're going to have fun. Like she made it about adventure. She lives a certain way and she wants you to be in it with her. Yeah, And I find, like I said, that that was like one of the things that really like drew me to her because like no woman has ever been like you have a past no well you need to get one because we're so it kind of, it was just like to me it was so sexy and i was like she doesn't know this but i told her actually i told her the other day i was like you know one of the when you said that, that was like so so much to turn on to me and she, and it's it's cool for me to hurt that she's my best friend so when we were able to talk to each other like that and and, and just have that communication it's awesome when you have that relationship with someone even though yes she drives me up the wall but there's just, she's just she's just a great per, she's just a sweet person yeah no she drives me up the wall she does but she also makes me how such a better how long have you been together uh seven years eight years now wow good for you blessings yeah so it's it's been it's been great like she's she, and he says she'll say that she put out she put me she put um what she wanted out in the universe and she got me and then she says you you kind of guess you, did you get what you want? I was like, yeah, I got you right, so I'm good. So she, but she she insists that she put it out into the universe and and it answered with me. We're good. Nice. <laughs> 
good. That's good. Divinely connected. I love it. And no, and and she supports. It's it's awesome because I'm a, my regular job. I'm a table games dealer. I work at a work at a casino. I get paid to play games. And then when she started, when I started, I got furloughed from the my job. I was home doing. Like I was just home. She was still working, and I was home. So you know, I had a, a honey to do list. So I had to we we redid the counters, and I painted the counters, and I, so I also needed to find something else to do. So I had this equipment, this this like pot, little mini podcast studio that I had purchased a year before, and I had I hadn't been using it. Like me and me and my friend were supposed to do a sports podcast, and it never took off, and we ne- we just never recorded anything. And then when I got furloughed. I was home, I had this equipment, I just started recording. I, my first episode was five minutes long, and it was me and my nephew. And he had already been recording for his YouTube channel. We just started recording, and it went from five minutes, then my next episode was seven minutes. But it had it was time, it was spaced in between those episodes. It was like, I didn't release my next episode till like two weeks later and everything. And once, she, once I started really getting into it, and I started, like, I'm a, I was a big gamer. And when I she she went she went like you know what I know you're serious about this because you have not touched the PlayStation Four. She's like you just have completely abandoned it and you're doing this and she's like go you're good keep doing it keep going see see where you can take this and so to have that support it's amazing. Yeah, it's so important that people in relationships really support one another and encourage the other person to take it as high as of a level as they can take it and to enjoy it. So that's the thing when we're in a place of joy and we're doing something fun that we like to do, we don't care if we're getting paid or not. And the time just flies by. That's when you know that that's the thing that you're meant to do. We're like, honey, I can do this all day long. I don't care if I got money or not. When you're in that type of flow, the money comes, the weight of the money shows up because, you know, divine spirit wants us to be in service. And when we are joyously in service, the abundance flows from there. Yeah, this I I love like I love doing this because when I when I can talk to people, especially when it's a good conversation and people can pick and learn from it or just get good value from it, that's that's all I want. It's for people to enjoy what I'm putting out there and to get some kind of knowledge or clarity or, or just some, anything to inspire you to do what you've been afraid to do. Like, if you want to step out of your comfort zone, because comfort zone, that's what I had to do. I was like, I was afraid to, like, because I would just record but I wasn't releasing anything and it was me like I sound horrible I sound terrible I, I just can't I just don't like the way I sound and people looking at me like what, what's wrong with you like you sound fine you sound good actually you have a good radio voice I'm like so I'm like oh man so I just thought and then when I started actually doing it and just releasing that more episodes and the more consistent I got with it the more people would enjoy it and it, it just became to the point where I just enjoy talking to people. It's just when I sit down with someone, it's just easy for me to just have a conversation. It, we 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 will find something that we connect with, and then yeah. it'll just flow from there. And when and I don't, I'm not a, my my podcast isn't structured. I don't have come in with a set. I just come sit down. I'll find out what you do. We we I look at a couple of things and we discuss a couple of things you do. But for the most part, it's more conversation and and a little more of everybody getting to know you as well. And it's very authentic. And that's, I think, what people want. Like, when people tune into podcasts, they want information. They want to learn some stuff. But they want to be part of the table. I always say, like, make it as if you're in a conversation at a restaurant and these people get to sit at the table. And they're and they're there with you listening to this conversation go down. That they don't feel like they're excluded, but they're very included. So even if they're just tuning into this and they stumble across it, they're like, yeah, these people are like talking, they're having a full-blown conversation about like relationships and whatever. And this guy's married and he started a podcast during like COVID. And you know, he's just sharing his story. And I was thinking of starting a podcast, right? You don't know. They might be on the verge of starting a new business or starting something new themselves, but then they hear us me, entrepreneur, you, somewhat entrepreneurial, like that's a very entrepreneurial spirit. Like any, what you just said about getting out of your comfort zone and getting out of your self-critical mind and doing something, just taking an action and not caring, that is the, the foundation of entrepreneurial. I launched my internet radio station at the beginning of January, but I shut it down for now because I want original content. Everybody has music. I want my station to just be original content, 
podcasters, musicians that are, that are not really known, comedians that aren't, aren't really. Mm-hmm. I just want original content to be there. So I'm working on the programming now. Hopefully by April we'll have a schedule up and and have it running again. But I'm excited. It's it's. My ultimate goal is to leave my job and and, and do my podcasting and do my, produ- my my production company and and do everything other things I have in the works where we launched our, our YouTube channel and it's just so many different things that that came from just me podcasting just just the fact of me getting over my fear because that's what it really was it was me afraid of of failing basically me fr- me afraid of of not if people don't like if I, I was looking at it like if I don't try. I'm not going to fail because people won't hear me that I'm good. I, I won't. But then I'm like, I'm failing. I'm failing already because I'm not. Cause, yeah, I'm, I'm failing already because I'm not attempting it. I'm like, how do I know where can I take this if I don't try it? So I said, I got to. I was like, right. and you know, what helped me was in, in the beginning of coaching when I start, I, I did public relations and marketing for years and years, like 23 year career in that. Right. And I was used to the stability and the security of an every other week paycheck. And, you know, I was like, this is cushy. I do well at this. It's six figure job. I have good vacations, good house, the whole thing. But when that company decided to let you go, they didn't care. There was no security in any of it. And then once again, I had to go and hustle and try to figure out where I'm going to go next. It was like a cycle and a pattern. And then in the end, I didn't even truly like what I was doing. I didn't. I liked it. It was interesting, but I didn't like commuting to be at an office because they tell me to be there at 9 a.m. I didn't like having to have an entire wardrobe of clothes that are to their approval because that's how I'm supposed to look and be when I'm in that scenario. I didn't like any of that. And I said, but I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid to work on my own because then how do I get money? You know, that means I'm everything. I'm the salesperson. I'm the marketer. I'm the expert. And what am I going to do? But I tell you guys, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit in me since I was a little kid. I was always looking to sell something. I was always like selling toys that I would have sales and be like, oh, I'm going to sell my toys. And then I'd get the other kids on the street to get rid of their toys. We'd have one big toy fair and I would organize this stuff. And I was a little kid in like, you know, the 70s, 80s. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't no, have we, we didn't have much. No, yeah, we just had our bicycles or whatever toys you played out outside with. Yeah. Exactly. But when I was done with a toy, I was like, I'm not going to give this toy away. Like I could sell this toy to somebody else's parents and whatever. We just started this whole thing in the community of a toy exchange where we would just undercut the toy stores. Things people were bringing were still in boxes. And my mom was like, she thought of this. She thought of this idea. She said, mommy, my friend Jessica has toys in her, in her toy room that we don't play with anymore. And then Tracy has the same thing. And this one has the same. What if we just all sold our toys to parents in the community that have younger kids who might want our toys and instead of going to Toys R Us and buying them for whatever they can just buy our toys so and it's cheaper everybody wins and it's like a good deed right so but there was always that in me there was always that kind of like let's do something smart and better and solve a problem for someone and I don't know if you've ever heard of Grant Cardone yes yes I know who he is story back in 2014, 20, late 2013, 2014, I was hired as his director of marketing. And that company that he had at the time was only 20 people. It was me plus like maybe 19 other people. We were a tiny little company. He had just moved it from LA to Miami and moved his family and everything. And he was just building it. And so I was with him from 2013, all of 2014. And in that I took a chance and I was like, this guy wants to pay me half of what I made in New York, but he's a self-made multimillionaire. That means I'm going to be with this guy every day. I'm his direct PR person. I'm his direct. And there's an interview request. I don't go to his assistant. I go to him. And when we're writing an article for Entrepreneur Magazine, I'm going to him. I'm sitting in his office. I know Elena, his children. Like it was a really interesting dynamic. So I use this as an opportunity. And I said to myself, you know what, Lise, as long as you can earn the other half through commission, through some other way, take the job because look at it as a paid apprenticeship. You're going to learn from a self-made multimillionaire. You're going to get around a mindset. You're going to get around thinking in a certain way. It's going to improve your life. And wouldn't you know, 
my time with Grant Cardone, I learned about his business model. I learned about a different way of marketing, edifying people, being edified by people. All of this stuff, I made great contacts, and it inspired me to do the same and become a coach. And with him, his thing was sales and now real estate. With me, my thing is dating, relationships, self-love, self-care, healing, codependency, helping people really get out of their own way when it comes to thriving in relationships, mainly the relationship that they have with themselves. So, Wise, I want to acknowledge you and commend you because when you broke through fear to be in service, you started to make it not about you but about them, about the people out there that you're touching through this podcast in some small way. So you flipped it. You said, you know what? It's not about me. I can't be afraid. I'm called by something higher to serve in this way. Therefore, all that is required in me to do it exists. Therefore, I cannot fail. It's impossible. The only way I fail is if I don't do it. So you did it. Yeah, and, and now here you are, right? And we're having this amazing conversation. You know, it's empowering to people. And it's and it's and and I'm growing, and it shows in my numbers with my growth, and it, it shows that it's all it's all organic. It's I can I can remember when I first had like only a hundred downloads, and 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 I had already been like two three months in, and I just I was still on the, like a hundred downloads, and just wasn't seeing the growth. But when I really put myself into it, and really dedicated myself, and really started investing in myself, taking courses. Yeah. buying better equipment talking uh, like picking the minds of people who've been doing this for years and that's what that's and it's amazing because i've been attracting some amazing people into my life i've been attracting people that want to work with me that want to teach me that want to show me things and all that does is make me grow as a person and as as a podcaster as a producer as an editor all this is and it's and it's all happened within the last year and it's happened so fast but it's it's just been amazing because again it's it's just that switch it's like just by you flipping that switch and 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 just not being afraid and and not making excuses for why I I can't do this to now well it's about you know acknowledging that you're afraid and being with that and being like yeah it's okay to be afraid but I'm gonna do it anyway it's courage. True courage is, I'm scared every day. I don't know what's going to happen in my business. I don't know what's going to happen in the world, right? But I got to continue going. I can't hide in under my covers in my bed, be scared, right? So it's, it's I realize I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then you do it and you get confident. And then you realize there's nothing to be scared about. And then you get good. And then you become a master. And then they're like, whoa. And then people are are looking at me like, how did you break through that fear and just go for it? You're like, I made a decision. I just had to make a decision. I'm going to go for this thing in my life. I feel called to go. So this year, 2020, you're saying how 2020 is like, it was a big year for everybody, right? In, in the sense of assessing your life, right? It was, it's very upheaval happened to everybody yeah. on the planet in 2020. And whenever there's upheaval, there's opportunity for massive self-reflection and up-leveling. So that means certain relationships have to end. Other relations have to up-level. Relationship with yourself may have to shift and change and grow. You might be called to move to a different city, a different part of the country, a different country altogether. You don't know, right? So look at what's happening in our country now, right? There are people who are moving. They're like, I'm not living here anymore. This is insane. We've been through this for a year. I'm moving. I wanted to retire in Florida. And so, you know, they're saying to themselves, why wait five years? I'm going to do this now. And, you know, people are making these massive decisions in their lives because they're, they're forced. So in your situation, it's a blessing in disguise because the way 2020 lined up for you you were forced, you were inspired, you were pushed to get uncomfortable, do this podcast, and blessed to you that you have a woman by your side, like, all for it, go do you, do your thing, give to the people, and nothing bad can come from this, nothing. And you're seeing the rewards, you're seeing the cool people out of nowhere that you connect with, and the opportunities that they may have for you. Oh, it's great. Two of, my pri two of my prior guests, actually made um offer me affiliate um programs and i was like oh heck yeah like definitely um and and it was and for me it was it was like they respect me enough to actually attach their brand to me it, it was like wow Amazing. yeah it, it was like 
you're you're like you're you're like this is like you giving me a, it's giving me a boost because you're you're giving me opportunities to to promote your yes I'm helping you build your business as well and promote your product as well but you believe in me to give me this opportunity so it was just it's been a blessing and it so matters when people give other people opportunities or share some content share of themselves like this environment that podcasters create it is such democratic sharing of information it truly is it's of the people i mean think about this 20 years from now ago 20 years ago we didn't have the ability you and i two random people that just met to do a production like this and to give our knowledge wisdom expertise what have you experience to the people these people had to wait till oprah was on on tv to get that kind of juice right they it's just become such a proliferation of true democratic sharing of information. And I mean, like I, I was saying to a friend of mine, I said, you know, if free speech is under threat, what's going on with YouTube and podcasting and the podcast world and now Clubhouse and these platforms just shows how we humans I don't care what political party you're into. As humans created by God, we were put here to express and to share and to experience mess. And when they start messing with our ability to do that, we will fight back. It's part of our human just way of being and living life. We want to connect with people always. We want to share. It's just the way it is. So if they have us... Um, social distancing and putting masks on our faces. It's dehumanizing. It's getting in the way and then censoring us and canceling people. It's just getting in the way of our God-given right to communicate and to give and share with one another. And that's truly the basis of love. So when they start talking love is love and all this stuff, you want to really be loving and kind. You give people the freedom under God to express themselves freely and you empower them to have discernment, discernment, inner voice that tells you, uh, I don't agree with that, or yeah, I agree with that, and let people themselves, in their intuition, in their spirit, let them decide what's good for them and what is not. There's been such an overstep with doubting people, making people feel like they're children, treating them like they're stupid. Yeah. They're not. And, and it's, it's not. ridiculous because, yeah, like you, I don't care what political party you are. They're both the same. They just want to have control over the people. That's what they want. They want to have control over the people. They want to dictate what you want to do, what you want to say. No, man, you you work for us. It, it doesn't work the other way around. And and it that it pisses. Feel like there's wise. Don't you think that there's going to be such a movement of true centrists, meaning the people who are left of center, right of center. Because that's the true majority. But, but those like those are the ones those are the ones that they attack. Those are the ones that's those are the first ones they attack though. Those are the ones they they make fun of, yeah. saying that oh they're communists, they're socialists. Those are the ones that they make they make they put targets on so that people can really start. Oh no, you can't you can't trust those people because they and it's crazy because somebody's and then the other side too, like the other side, they're like the mainstream media will be like they're racist, they're xenophobic, and it's like no, we're not. We're just like we just want freedom for everybody. And this whole division thing isn't—it's a tactic. Political parties, they just need to get rid, 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 rid of political yeah. parties and vote for yeah, just get rid of political parties and we vote for the individuals. Constitution. Yeah, we'll vote for the individual, and if we really want that individual to represent us, then that's who we vote for. No, screw these these political right. parties. It's vote for the individual that you feel is going to do the and best the, for you. The, oh my God, and the money, and the money that is—it's so privatized. Now. It's like how does it? How do you go? Whoever has the most funding wins. Is how do you go? How do you enter into like the Senate? Probably not making much money right and by the time you leave the senate you're a multi-millionaire exactly and all of them are that it's and yeah that's what i said I, that's what it's not just it's not just one it's every single one of them it's every i i feel there should be term limits on 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 what senate how many how long how many terms senators do how many terms representatives do because some of these dudes been in there too long and their pockets are just getting fatter and fatter and fatter and and it's off the people. At our expense. Yes. At our expense. Yes. Yep. At our expense. I love this conversation because, like, look how it goes. Um, you know, you go politics, you go relationships, 
you go, I go every comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we cover a lot of ground. We cover a lot of ground wise. And that's how you're supposed to do it. But see, that's why I love doing this because you don't know where we can go to with this. And, and especially if you have someone you're enjoying the conversation with, it's it's even better because then time just flies. Like you said, time flies when you're actually enjoying the conversation and having a good time. Totally true. Totally true. And you know, this is funny because I think about the people that I coach and oftentimes they say they get nervous about dating because they're like, I don't know what to say on dates. I never know how to keep the conversation going. I don't want to say something, especially now that you start talking about something and like you start disagreeing on things. I mean, everybody's walking on eggshells with one another, you know? And I'm like, well, you know, you just have to um, look at it like you are interested in another person and that's it. And you just want to get to know them better. That's all. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, I always tell the girls, I'm like, my love, you're going to, like, have a meal with somebody. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the hand that you're holding when you die. Like, relax. <laughs> relax, have fun with it. Just have a good time. You so know? It, it's funny. It and just, like, breathe into it and be feminine and let people just kind of get to know each other. It, it's funny because when, um, when me and my nephew be talking and we were talking with one of our friends, one of the shows we do, and we're, like, we're discussing, like, well, well, where, what's, what's an ideal first date place for you? And we all said a uh, coffee shop. <laughs> How old is your nephew? Oh, well, he's, he's he's older than me actually. He's forty seven, and he's single. But but okay. we're like he's like the ideal first date is somewhere you can actually sit down and talk to the person. He's like I, he says I don't understand this th- first date going to the movies or going. You want to actually go somewhere and yeah. sit down and be able to talk to this person. And so he says he says especially at my age now. He says. No, I want to be able to see if this is someone I'm, I'm able to communicate with, someone I can sit down and talk to, build. And, and yeah, and we were like, well, he's like, sometimes just a nice cup of coffee. Just go sit down and have a cup of coffee or, or whatever, or have a nice lunch or something. But somewhere you can, you're able to communicate, be able to talk to that person. And, you know, a lot of people, I'm here, a lot of people, um, you know, they, they, little, they like to, they, they overdo it on the first date because they want to impress somebody. You know, so I always tell the men, I say, listen, First date, you want to know about this woman. You want to know about if she's crazy, like the good kind of crazy, not the bad kind of crazy. So just get your questions on point. Get clear on what you value in a woman in your life right now, and then get clear on what kind of questions you need to ask to decide if they're that if they're that woman. And that's the stuff I help with. I do a lot of dating strategy work to really help people get clear on where they are in their own life what they want, where they're going in their life, and then the kind of person that would be most suitable for them based on that, and then what kind of questions that they have to ask. Open-ended, not this interview style, you know, like you're being interrogated with the light shining. <laughs> None of that. But more of a, you know, open-ended, casual conversation where you're showing genuine interest and the person just opens up more. And then you know the third step, what to listen for. When you see those red flags, you know to walk away, right? With kindness and love in your heart. But I got to go. So you're not getting into Yeah, he says, you know, that's why I, I select the coffee shop. Because it's it's an it's a open area with a lot of people. Just in case this chick is crazy and I got to leave, she cannot do anything to me. So he's like, so gotta it's going to be in the coffee. Like, um, yeah, I, you know what? I have to go. I, I, I got to go to work. I got to go back to work or something. So it's... Yeah, so yeah, we it's we but we we it's so funny because he's single, and then me and and my my other guy, um, homeboy, are are, are are have are married and stuff. So and he's like, he says, yeah, yeah. He says, he says, I'm looking, I want a relationship. He says, but if I don't get one, I'm it's okay because he's he's like. Mm. Good. He's like, good. but he's not out there. He's, he's not, not attached to the outcome. Yeah. He's like, I'm good. He says, right now I'm good. If yeah, it happens, he says, I would love to have what you guys have, but I'm not going to force it. I'm but not. He wants, yes. He wants the right person. He wants to find someone that's going to help him build. And I think, you know, I'm 50 years old. I just turned 50 this week. And um, I think you, I mean, look, when you go through life, you hit a certain point. You start to size it up. It's quicker. You don't need to be with somebody four years, right? Like to know before whether or not is this the person. Six months in, you're like, I can build with this person. I can grow with this person. I'm into what they're doing. They're into what I'm doing. Like, let's do this, you know? Like, and, and then that spirit of friendship forms, and you start to know more about each other and all that. But, you know, that thing of 
a lot of people, you know, they, they just want like a companionship experience, you know, they want, and that's cool. Like if that's where you're at in your life and you're like, you know, I just want some chick that I can hang with two, three times a week, but I like my space. I don't want to move in with anybody. I don't want to, if that's your jam, amazing. But it's important to disclose that and be very of that from the jump. Otherwise, you're going to end up hanging with somebody who wants more or, you know, there's going to be a manipulation going on and it's going to be ending. It, it won't last. It won't last. But, you know, we're all on this, like I said earlier, we're all in our own individual journey. And wherever we are in that journey determines who we attract. So the person that you were four years ago might not be the same person you are now, and that's totally cool. But if you're with somebody who can grow with you, you can keep that going forever. But if you're with somebody who's like, you know what, I agree with you. Like, you look at A-Rod and J-Lo, right? A-Rod and J-Lo, they were all over the internet for the last four and a half years. I felt like I was in their relationship with them, right? They were everything all over the internet. J-Lo, A-Rod, look at me, whatever. 2020 hit. And challenges came for everybody, even them. You see them with all their money and all their stuff and all their, they had merged blended families. That's an upheaval. Now they're, can't, now they're breaking up. Some crazy thing went down. You know, they only know what the truth is in their relationship, but it looks like something shady went down. That called his character into question. Never a good thing. And she was like, I'm going to bounce. I, I have my life. I have self-love. It took her a long time to get to this place where she can make decisions and say, I'm not going to stay with somebody who's shady. I'm not going to do that. Not to disparage anybody, but if you look at the reports that people are saying, you know, in writing and the media is whatever they're reporting, the quote was there, was, there was a moment in the relationship where the character was called into question. That is shady. That is not good. So, you know, and that they went to get help and support and still it didn't work. So there comes a point where you just got to be like, you know what? I have standards for how I'm to be treated. And I'm not going to be with somebody who puts their character into question. Not good. So you look at that, you know, and people, they're like, damn, these people have money. They're good looking. They have good family. They have everything they want and they can't get it together. There's no hope for me, but that's not the case. The case is you keep going, right? Love is eternal. You're here to love and be loved, period. So you look at J-Lo and A-Rod, right? They had their journey. They had to be together in that time to learn a bunch of stuff together. And that's it. And you wish it love and light, but I got to go and you got to go and on we go. And it doesn't mean that it's over for you. It just means that this particular relationship was successful for this amount of time. That's all. So a lot of people listen and they're like, oh, I'm in this destructive relationship. I'm in this toxic relationship, but I've been in it for seven years, for 20 years. Oh my God. If I, I can't leave, I'm in bed. That's a bad stock. You're holding on to a bad stock. So one of my, one of my first episodes was called toxicity and we discussed toxic relationships and, and, and how people stay in toxic relationships. Like when certain women stay in abusive relationships, like we didn't understand, like, why would you, why, like, and this is this guy's talking about it and like we wouldn't understand why because i've never hit a woman with my, i was raised by my mom and my sister so to me i would never i would never want anyone to raise their hands towards them so i've never raised my hand towards a woman to hear some of these women how they just stood in these abusive relationships yeah. it's it just Horrible. like and you know there's also that's not even like physical abuse is one thing but there's also emotional mental, yeah, abuse mental. and manipulation. Yeah, it, it wouldn't even, some of them wouldn't even be physical. Right. It would be them beating, getting beat down with words like you're you're dumb, you're you're not worth yes. anything. Oh, if she, I should kick like and and, and when you speak Horrible. to them, these people, and it's like oh my, like they'll set they'll set their self esteem and all, so. So we, we just, we, 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 uh, we just had, it was one of those episodes that we just had a deep conversation and just one of my favorite episodes and and it was one of my early ones, but it was just one of those where we shared something and, and we even said, I, I've got this, I got the, the number for, for the women's hotline and I post, it, it was just one of those things that we just wanted to just you did a good thing in that episode. It's a lot of service that you offered. You never know who hears that, who needs to hear it. And God puts it in their ear right when they need to hear it. And they can take an action that for years somebody's been saying to them, their mom, their sister, you got to go, you got to get out. But you can't. Then all of a sudden she gets onto a podcast, boom, here's a conversation. 
and it's meant at that moment and it just hits her right. So, you know, people say there's so many podcasts out there. What's the point of it? But, oh, I, I love what people are doing. I love the power of the voice. You have a voice and you have something to say and questions to ask. You do it. You go for it because somebody out there is asking the same questions too. Right now, you know, I see people all the time in my coaching practice who have been in toxic narcissistic relationships. They've been verbally abused, made to feel insignificant, that they're not enough, that they don't matter. And there is mental programming that happens. And it's very much rooted in the connection to familiarity from childhood. So we mimic the relationships that we saw from childhood or the things that we didn't get as kids. A version of us is wounded, and that's the version that's finding these relationships. So the work that I do is a lot of healing, a lot of energetic healing for people who were in toxic relationships because they have to get to the core of why they chose that person in the first place, why they're allowing themselves to be treated that way. And once they get to the core, the real root reason, and we start to reprogram it, they change forever. They change forever. I've, I've been doing this for five years, and it's remarkable what that type of transformation does for somebody's life. You know, their job changes. They move. They, they have this, what I call the F it moment, where they're just like, ah, F it. I care for me first, most, best, and always. No one could or should care for me more than me. I don't care what man is with me, what money he's spending on me, I don't care. Ultimately, I care for me more, always. And when you read that, and when you really understand your worthiness does not come from people, but comes from your creator, that's the keeper, true keeper of your worthiness. Then when somebody says to you, oh, you're this, you're that, that's just opinion, honey. I know better. That's opinion and perception. You're entitled to that. But I know the truth, and the truth is I am created in perfection under God. I am created in his image and likeness, in God's image and likeness, to do wonderful things on this planet. And taking your BS and your abuse is not one of them. That's where your strength comes from. When you know where your worthiness comes from, you're not going to tolerate that from anybody. There's a lot of, it's an epidemic, I think, in, in the world that, you know, there's an epidemic of, of self-sabotage of self-doubt, of depression, anxiety, all these things where the self, that true connection is very much rooted in faith and intuition, you know, and when I say faith, it's belief in the unseen, it's faith in yourself, faith in your ability that you don't even know that you can do it, but like you, faith, I'm doing this podcast, I, I'm just doing it, I have faith, what's the worst that can happen, it sucks and I stop doing it, who cares, but I'm going to try, I'm going to do it, and I have faith that if I come at it in a certain way, it's going to work out. And look what's happened. I mean, you've had amazing conversations. You're growing and you keep growing. I'm grateful to be a part of it. I love it. I love, I love like looking forward to the day. Like a lot of the work I do is, is in universal energy, law of attraction, law of vibration. So I always like to put positive stuff with people and speak prophecy and be like, listen, I look forward to the day. When somebody comes at me and says, damn, girl, you were on the Wise Podcast. Wow, like I heard you on that. That was Your interview was last year, and that guy blew up. And you were on that. You were sitting in your car. You had a ponytail <laughs> in. Like, you were kicking it with him. You had an amazing conversation. And, it, like, and I started to dive deeper into his past episodes because this Wise Cat blew up. And so like now you and I have a connection, right? We had a great conversation. And it's just, that's the thing. You don't know where people are going to be a year, two years from now. You have no idea where somebody can blow up. I always say the story to people. I say, my love, anything is possible. Do you know the music band from the 90s called Pearl Jam? There's this band from the 90s. It was back in the day. I saw these guys for $5, $5, this scrappy band from Seattle. The year was like 1992. 91, 92, something like that. I saw these scrappy dudes. Oh, no, not true, not true. It was later. I saw them at a bar. Scrappy band, Pearl Jam. Two months after I saw them in that scrappy band, in, in the scrappy in Lower Manhattan, I remember it. Their song hit the radio, and boom, their album went off the charts. I was like, wait a second, that was a dude, I know this song. Their video hit MTV. Two months after I saw them performing that exact song in a bar in New York, 
$5. Their video drops on MTV. From there, their album goes up, 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 up. They're the newest, hottest grunge band, up, 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 on the scene. I'm like, oh, my God, this is – so what What does that mean? It means you could be right here one minute, and in two, minute, in two minutes later, God could elevate you and say, it's your time. I'm elevating you right now. And then it's like drinking out of a fire hose because it comes. The abundance, the, the, the favor, the opportunity, it just shines. It's just done. So, you know, like, just keep going. Keep plugging. That's what I'm doing, right? I'm doing my thing. My whole goal is like, Lisa, you have a message for people. You can uplift them. Get with podcasters. Get with these people. Have a great conversation. Enjoy it. And be real. Be real. Yeah, be your authentic self. That's and that's and and that's what I that's what I want. That's what I that's what I that's what I truly do. That's why I I don't script it. I don't really. Yeah, we we start off by we talking a little bit about what you do, what you do, and everything. But then we just really go into more of a conversation. That way, people can really get to know you and and get to see who you are and what kind of personality you have. And and those and those are the best conversations to me. Like like I said, I just again. And, and wise, you know what? I come, I, my love language, I don't know if you and your, if your, if your woman have, you know, love languages and you, and you know what your love language is, but my love language is gifts. I like presents. I like to give them and I like to receive them. <laughs> and so I have a present for anyone who listens to this podcast. They can get a free love life assessment with me. So they can go to my website, which is called Love Quest Coaching lovequestcoaching.com. There'll be a button there. You'll see a picture of me and a button that says, get your free love life assessment. You go in there and honey, you tell me all your stuff. You tell me what's going on with you, what your deal is. And I assess all of it personally, one-on-one with you through email. I'm going to send you a very detailed email. You can print it out. You can reread it, highlight it, do whatever, but it's very extensive and it is completely free. So I wanted to present that to all your amazing listeners out there who stumbled across this divinely so. Didn't know what they were listening to for a minute, <laughs> and now they're in it. And I'm grateful that you, you know, that they came in, found us, stuck around. So I would love to offer that as a present. Okay, I'll I'll definitely put it in the description when I when I release the episode. And awesome. The, right, cool. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be in the description and everything. And everybody just follow what she just said and and get your free assessment. That's definitely fun. Um, it's I appreciate you coming uh-huh. on though. I appreciate you being on the show. We was, we I, I know we had a little mix up before, but it was meant to happen today. That's what it is. It was just meant to happen today. Yes, it wasn't meant to happen that other day. No, but I appreciate it. Yes, it was today. I appreciate you and what you're doing so very much. Oh no, I'm. It's I love it. It's my passion. I'm gonna continue to do it. I'm just I'm just gonna keep grinding, man. I just eventually it's gonna pay off. That's that's how I look at it. Just eventually, just keep grinding and grinding, and I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Yep, that which is done with joy and a pure heart always succeeds. Yeah, absolutely right. You're absolutely right on that. I'm hopeful that, like, the people who tuned into this got value from it. And, like, maybe, I don't know, somebody's going to start a business or propose to their girlfriend or somebody's going to get out of their <laughs> Anything, anything. Like, just, just yeah, just, now that you mentioned that, it was me and a friend, me and a high school friend, we did a pod, we did a show together. He's a... It was probably like my 50, probably like episode 48 around this. So anyway, he's a highly successful real estate agent in Brooklyn. And we've been friends since high school. And he just, we just talked about manifestation, the secret, the law of attraction, all that. And it was just something we talked about our goals and how we we apply those things into our lives and how we vi- envision what we want and how it just kind of falls into place. And, and we had a, 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 a another classmate of ours who she, who was listening to the to that podcast? She listened to the podcast and she sent me a message. She's like, "Yo, I listened to the podcast. You listening to you guys and knowing you guys from high school and knowing who you are and you, you guys inspired me to go into business for myself." She said, "I've been on the fence about doing it, and I'm gonna go into business for myself. Thank you. Like listen, listening to you guys really inspired me to really go out and do it. Because being that she knew us." And hearing us talk about our accomplishments and what we have going on and what we want and the, and it's not it's not just stopping there. It's just we're still growing and we're still learning. And she was like, yeah, "I'm I'm going to start my own business." If you, the moment you really stop lo- growing and learning, it's basically it's a wrap. It's time to move on. 
It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Well, it's kind of a wrap for us right now. No? Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, yes. It, we've been, we, we've been, we've been at. Like I said, we've been at it for almost an hour, and it's because we've been having a great conversation. But and but this time it is time to say goodbye. I appreciate you. Um, we definitely got to do this again. Oh, no, listen. Actually, 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 when I launch my radio show, because I'm going to do a live radio show on the station, you are definitely coming on. Oh my goodness! I would love to. That would be great. Yes, and if you if you we might, I, I I got a proposition for you later. I'll, I'll reach out to you, and talk to you about that later. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. I've done some radio. I've done some radio in Miami. I was on um twelve ten the man as their resident in house life coach, love coach. It was funny. Um, that was in twenty nineteen. I was on this other radio show for a bit, so I've I've done some fun stuff with that. So yeah, I'm been like being on your program. Definitely, I would love to have the re- the, the residential uh, sex expert, uh, sexual sex relationship. Yeah, good uh-huh. all that. Oh, yeah, all right, cool. We can get into that. So yeah, we definitely get into that. But I uh, appreciate you and uh. Plug away. Uh, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to? The, the, your, all your your social media links. What? Let them know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, if people want to find me um, on Instagram, if that's your jam, I'm at Lisa the Love Coach. At Lisa the Love Coach on Instagram. Love that. People PM me there. It's cool. They can do you know the assessment on my website, LoveQuestCoaching.com, or they can just find me on social. If you just Google Lisa Concepcion. Oh, honey, their videos, you know, a whole life, a decade, a decade of shenanigans up in South Beach, you know, where I lived for 10 years, all the bikinis and the boats and all that life, right? Because I really document my journey online. So the woman I was 10 years ago and the content that's out there 10 years ago, you're going to see a progression. So my YouTube channel, Lisa Concepcion, the love, what is it called? It's the love quest with Lisa Concepcion. Um, you can hit me there. There's tons. I have like over 500 videos there. And I put them up every day. Every day there's a new video. I think it comes up in the afternoon. So, you know, I'll take a Facebook Live and I'll just make it a video. Boom, put it on my YouTube. So, you know, I'm always about helping the people. I don't know where they're going to find me, but I want them to find me because I know that I can help them. So I'm on YouTube. Again, Lisa Concepcion, if you're out there. All the Latinos del mundo. You know how to spell my last name. <laughs> it's C-I-O-N at the end. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to connecting with everybody who hears me from here. It'll be great. All right. Thank you for coming on. And um, is right, that's yeah. it. Thank you. It is time now for shout-outs. Big shout-out to my Real Wise family, King Says, Poppy J, Brandy J. Big shout-out to my homie, Chrissy Richards, from Cypher Knowledge of Chrissy. Big shout-out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you, baby. Big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. And y'all know how I do it. Your boy Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. Instagram at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash Wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out.